Courtney. Hey, Sasha. Want to hear a joke about paper? I sure do. Uh, actually, never mind. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's Spoopeller! Featuring a special ghost! <laughs> podcast i said that correctly this you week. did last week it was a real struggle but this week okay. we're firing on all cylinders because we have our most academic and magical pod friend dr elisa lucas of the best forevers podcast and also fatalities hi everyone thanks for having me back say, on spoop hour thanks for coming back always are, are we the only ones who say fatalities like that um yeah i'm pretty sure you are <laughs> gonna know how it's spelled it's not spelled yeah, exactly because like it's, it's spelled t-e-a-s because here's where we spell that tea <laughs> today i went to brunch with family friends and there was a little he's, he's a rising eighth grader he just turned 13 Aww. and Aww. he was Sweet. asking his parents like what they were talking about and they said oh we're just gossiping he goes ah and like very quietly under his breath he went they're spilling the tea <laughs> for younger and older generations to connect on the T. I was sitting across from him and I don't think he thought anyone heard. I was like crying across You're the like, table. You're like, this is the most precious thing I've ever heard. I wanted and to you turn to me go, child. it's piping hot. Spill it. Spill it. Spill it. Spill it. As always, you can find Spoop Hour on Instagram and Twitter where we are at Spoop Hour. You can also send us your scary stories mm-hmm. to spoophour at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Instagram where we can find the visual parts because this is a non-visual media. Yes, we do We do the visual parts. We do quote memes. That's yep, thing. That's great. We, we just party all the time. <laughs> so, ladies, since Dr. Elisa Lucas has been on the podcast before, mm-hmm. we're not going to do her tarot because that is our custom now that we have started to have repeat guests. Yes. Instead... We're going to do Cryptid Husband Cootie Catcher. <laughs> so go on, go look at the Best Forever, or listen to the Best Forever's pod where we talk about sleepovers. We do. And we did Cootie Catchers on that one too with Celebrity, celebrity Husbands. Celebrity Husbands. That was and super the results, fun. <laughs> it was super fun, but I feel like the results were not what Dr. Elisa Lucas wanted. Well, <laughs> I like Idris Elba. I just didn't know that Gareth Reynolds was an option. <laughs> how it always goes. Yeah, but I did make a little audiogram of that because I that thought was it was great. funny because I, I just went, what? For like three minutes. <laughs> but like everyone except for you has gotten Gareth Reynolds and I put him in for you. Is he in the cryptids catcher? <laughs> he will be. Which Hold means... On, give me a second. Which means I don't have an opportunity. I'll grab someone else. <laughs> <laughs> just <right>. my luck. <laughs> Since you are our ghost, would you like to go first? Yes. 
The okay. Looking kid. Look, it's definitely not made out of a recycled snacket. It's a very classy cootie catcher. It does not have torn corners. It's fine. All right. As long as it works. <laughs> it I mean. does. Black, gray, orange, or white? Note the spooky colors. Black. Yes, I did L-A-C-K. note. A, C, K. Seven, eight, three, or six? Seven. One, four, two, or five? Five. You're going to marry a chupacabra. <laughs> I have no not regrets Gareth about that. Reynolds. <laughs> Are you sure? Maybe. Have you ever seen him around a goat? He says he's a vegetarian, but, you know. Yeah, so no, I haven't. <laughs> See? Yeah. All right, Sasha, are you ready to find out your cryptid husband? Yes. There's some good ones in here. Uh, orange, please. Oh, oh, Did I not get the good one? You know, I would say chupacabra is a good one. Uh, five. One, two, three, four, five. Seven. I just did the opposite. <laughs> You're gonna marry a jackalope. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, so the downside is when I put that one in there, uh, jackalopes are reportedly very horny. Both because they have literal horns and because in their, like, cryptid lore, they're, like, angry, fighty, and horny. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. Isn't it because part of it is, like, a rabbit? Yeah. I think it's it's got the energy and fuckability of a rabbit. (laughs) You've been warned. Sex time was the word that I forgot. You've been warned. You've been warned. Just be careful. (laughs) Okay. All right, what color, Courtney? I want gray. Okay. G-R-O-A. Be delicate with it. Why? <laughs> made out of recycled okay. paper. Let's do two. One, two, ASMR. Yay, <laughs> paper wrestling. Let's do one. One. Swear to God. Mothman! Yes! yes! He actually is your husband! <laughs> my, my cryptid husband, Mothman. Oh my God, I, I love thought it, it oh was going to be Gareth Reynolds. So... Other husband options besides Mothman, a jackalope, and a chupacabra. Gareth Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> Elise is like, so I will rude. walk off this podcast. <laughs> That's it. Disconnected. <laughs> Blocked. All right. We've got Bigfoot. Ooh. You know what they oh. say about big feet, ladies. It's not the only thing that's big. Okay. Anyway. Hey, Yikes. And okay. Harry? I don't know. Loch Ness Monster. Do, do, you know do. what else Underwater is love. Loch Ness? We've all seen Shape of Water. Ew, God. <laughs> then we've got a... Th- but we didn't want to. <laughs> we, and then we regretted it. And now it. we're going to live it. Now we're going to live it. You've got a 300-year-old pirate ghost. This one won't divorce you. I was going to say, ladies, he's newly single. Because <laughs> they're getting a divorce. <laughs> the Jersey Devil. Hey, children, Ooh. why are you running? Listen to my saxophone. And finally, <laughs> my actual husband, or myself, depending on the day. <laughs> or both. Or both. Momo, the fart monster. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't get that. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to. I was like, I'm going to put him in here. Dr. Elisa Lucas gets it. I'm just going to say Gareth Reynolds. I went to New York this weekend with Jack and he... Met Momo, the fart monster? I met Momo, the fart monster. <laughs> Our hotel bathroom was much like many hotel bathrooms in that it doesn't have a bathroom fan for some reason. Oh, no. Oh, and uh, we couldn't open the windows because we were in like a high-rise hotel. Nope. Oh, I, yikes, Fuss. 
wanted to die <laughs> and i want to talk so so what you're saying so uh, sasha told a story on the slumber party episode with spoop hour on best forevers about when she was at a slumber party and there was they used the laundry mm-hmm. room as a tooting station. Mm-hmm. We, had no toot station we had no toot station because there the bathroom was very permeable and it was like a very high tone like fancy boutique hotel so they didn't really believe in like it's a Boutique hotel. <laughs> and so it wasn't, it was very like open and airy, open concept. And not so, airy enough. Not airy enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, I mean, isn't it the case? I mean, we all know people who stay and can afford high boutique hotels don't fart anyways, That's right? That's true. They have paid enough money to eradicate that son of a bitch once they in They usually have sticks way up their asses. <laughs> they pay people no to fart for, for farting. them. <laughs> And somewhere else, yes. <laughs> they can throw their farts. Um, <laughs> like throwing your voice. Did, did anything spooky happen to you guys this week? Because I have a continuation of the farting hotel. Story. Well, not a farting story, just like the boutique hotel. <laughs> I kind of. So I was driving today, and I noticed a weird shadow on the windshield of my car. Oh no, I hate nope. that. What? Which is a bummer. Yeah. And I was like, that looks like a very scary spider shape. <gasps> no. And I was like, but I'm driving. By the time we get to the destination and get the thing and then drive back, it's probably going to fly off the car, fall off the car, whatever. Except that mm. motherfucker apparently lives on my windshield now. It is, in fact, <laughs> a giant fucking Jurassic Park motherfucker <laughs> that has, like, 19 joints in each fucking leg. Wait, is it nope. inside the windshield no, or outside? No, it's on the outside. Okay. But... Now I have to. So you just have to mark him as a dependent on your taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, legally I can claim him on my taxes now. But it's like (laughs) the way my windshield works is because I have I have a smart rear view mirror that shows me what direction I'm pointing and like dims if it's dark out. So he's on the little Ooh. like black dots that are the sensor. Oh, nope. so I can only see nope. the shadow on the inside. And then I got out the car and I looked at it for a long time. And my Jack goes, he's your friend. And I go, no, he's not. And he goes, yeah, he is. He lives on your car. And I'm like, nope, don't like nope. He just wants to be your friend, Courtney. <laughs> that reminds me, I went to Washington, D.C., <gasps> and I visited my friend Carla on the way to go see the Manchester United soccer game I was going to. So I go outside as I'm leaving to head over to my friend Paige's house so that we could go to the soccer game. And there's a giant Jurassic Park motherfucker looking no. bug in the grill of my car. I will send you a picture. I was like, I should go out and take a picture of this motherfucker. <laughs> it was like bigger than me. I was like, <laughs> it's like freaking Jeff Goldblum and the oh bug god. or the fly or whatever the hell he was in. Oh my <laughs> Except god. Except in this so one, nasty. you're the one saying, kill me. I was, <laughs> oh god. I, uh, oh god. I was cleaning out photos of my phone, like saving up space or whatever. And I found a video from last year. And usually I delete videos to save space after I'm mm-hmm. Upload them into the cloud. And yeah. I was like, why did I keep this video? It looks like it was just like a video of my parents' garden. I had forgotten <laughs> last summer when I came back from Disney, oh, I had right. parked my car <gasps> at my parents' house. I remember this and between video. like their vegetable trellis and my car was a very large, some spider, eight legged friend I had never seen before built a huge web between my car and the trellis I had to get in through the passenger side and I wasn't <laughs> sure like what to do next I was like I can pull my car back and the web will break but will it continue will it stick to my car or, or will it go with the, the plant 
And so I just oh, very Oh, dear God, slowly, that is the worst, was, like, math problem ever. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw I have these, like, this series of videos where I'm just, like, talking to myself, like, all right, we're going, I'm going to record this in case I die. <laughs> I remember because you uploaded them to Twitter and then you tagged me and said, don't look. And I was like, you tag me if you didn't want me to look. Don't look. Don't but look, because it's now in your newsfeed forever. Yeah, it sure is. I should, I should TBT that. Oh, God. You can, you can mute me. I'm for sure gonna now. I'm like, oh Sasha Anaconda. Sounds like, like you got Spiden. some new stuff for Instagram. I'll send you the photo of my Jurassic Park yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, I'll go outside and take a picture we can, of this We can put that on the Instagram. Yeah, all, of, all three of our Jurassic Park spiders. It's gonna be Spider-Gram for a day. Spider-Gram, yeah. Sorry, everyone. Well, hashtag it spider, uh, so you oh can block it if you <laughs> anyway, did anything spooky happen to you, Elisa Lucas, our guest? Um, well, yeah, sort of. So I woke up on Friday morning. It's the first week of classes here at my at summer school, if you will. And I woke up with a head cold, and I was like, these Whoa. germy students. And then also I recorded with someone who was sick on fatalities last week. So I was like, oh. Oh. Bunch of jerks. See, that's a fatality. And, yeah. Your friend, yeah. <laughs> friend trying to kill a friend with a cold. Next episode, <laughs> the case of Dr. Elisa. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I told her, like, that's the podcast to come on. There's tea, so oh. she felt better. And so and then you I'm felt not worse. sick it now. Yeah, it wasn't just 48 hours ago, and I was sick yesterday morning, and I didn't go to my friend's birthday thing because I was like, Aww. I'm sick. And then I realized... I have allergies. Oh. <laughs> and I'm that, a loser. That's a life I live perpetually. I'm like, oh, no, I'm getting sick. And then I, like, take a shower, and I'm like, oh, no, it's just the dust mites in my bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I know it's not exactly spooky, but this happens to me a lot where I'm like, oh, my God, I need to be diagnosed. <laughs> I already have. It's called allergies. Yeah. <laughs> and so I have some Allegra D, so tomorrow morning I'm going to take D, some. Get Mm, mm. <laughs> the only D I want in my world. Well, no, no, wait. Let me take that back. I was thinking grades. Oh, you know what I mean. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> Sasha, didn't you have a fart story to share? <laughs> Another so, fart story so to not share. A fart story. This one is just in general. I forgot to take a photo of this, and I didn't realize until last night when we finally got back from New York, mm. and I like was firm, you know, showered and firmly in bed, and was like, okay. Back from a trip, I can relax now. My feet hurt because I walked like 25 miles in three days. Oh, jeez. I'm in Birkenstocks. Classic. <laughs> so, like, okay, I can relax now. And then I remembered I did not take a photo of this, even though I told Jack every morning that we were at the hotel, I need to take a photo of this. Across the street from this hotel was a hairdresser. Called the Giant Spider. No. <laughs> I don't even remember the name of the hairdresser. I have to look it up on Google Maps. But the... Her window display is on the second floor of this building, and it was all mannequin heads. <laughs> oh. And so every morning, we're sitting in the second floor mezzanine looking out of these, like, you know, two-story high windows out onto the street um, near, near Fifth Avenue. Or no, we were near Sixth Avenue. And every morning was these, like, metallic and white marble mannequin heads with brightly colored wigs and, like, sticking out in the window and Good just, like, morning, looking Sasha. at... <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I love this. And Jack was like, 
I don't like that. <laughs> I was like, I need to get a photo for Courtney because I know she would hate this. <laughs> I have, I, was it a hair? Was it a hairstylist or was it like a, was it like it a like, wig shop? It was a hair, hair salon, but I think they also did wigs. But like, I could see like oh, cool. inside that they had all like the, you know, the chairs and the mirrors and everything. But like the window yeah. display was like mannequins, four tiers of various heights with mannequin heads. It's oh my gosh, that'd be cool to see someone in New York make that happen. Anyway, what are we talking about today, ladies? We're talking about sleepovers. Yay! As like a companion episode to the Best Forever Sleepover <laughs> episode, except this Ooh. time we're telling scary stories. Yay! Yeah, buddy. There was a great the great tweet I saw yesterday. I might have retweeted it to the Spoop Hour account, but it was like 11.59 and starting a new ghost story podcast. <laughs> and it was just like, what's up, ghosts? It's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, demons. It's me, me your boy. boy. Shout out to BuzzFeed Unsolved. Right. Which, genuinely, BuzzFeed Unsolved is like a parallel universe version of us. Yeah. yeah. I, I told you about my Aww. student's final exam project where she, mm-hmm. she did Beloved, but it was BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed Unsolved. <laughs> It was great. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it was so funny. <laughs> All right, so who wants to kick us off with some spooky stories? I'm glad that we're doing this in the afternoon, by the way. I <laughs> yeah. Shout out, because after this, I have to grade some speeches, and I mean, that's going to be scary enough. Hey. Did you sh- hey. Just kidding. I, uh, they did really, they did well. <laughs> <laughs> Not to uh, show off once again when I've already proven my Veronica Mars street cred, oh. but I'm pretty sure my story is going to be among the scarier ones we tell. Then let's. So, do you want to go last or do you want to go, go first? first? I think we should maybe yeah. save that one for the end. Okay. Yeah. Let's save that one. I can go first. Okay. Cool. I also have a short oh. personal story. Yes. Oh, God. But it's not, it's not that scary. It's just I read a creepypasta before my second ever sleepover. Oh, good. So, yeah. Oh, God. That sounds scary. It was, not, it was so, not good. So my story is a sleepover that is similar to... I, I have two stories if there's time. Okay. There's so, plenty of time. Um, there's plenty of time for you. We've got nothing okay. but time for you, Dr. Elisa Lucas. Oh, of yeah, Best Forevers and Fatalities. Well, so then this gives this this first one a little bit of leeway because I just had to spend three weeks at my parents' house, and that's essentially a sleepover with their two dogs and three cats Yay. in my childhood home. So, <laughs> so I found this on Bustle.com, and it was actually updated just a couple days ago. It says, nine ter- terrifying ghost stories on Reddit that you should probably read with the lights on. Yay. So good thing that we're recording this with the lights on. Yeah. And this one is called Fran and Jock. And the picture accompanying it is creepy AF. So Can I make a joke am- real quick? Because the first thing you yes. said when you said Fran and Jock, my brain went to Frere Jacques. So I'm like, Fran and Jacques. Fran and Jacques. Are you sleeping? So it's it would be Fran and Jacques. Fran and Jacques. Dormez-vous. No, because it's a creepypasta. <laughs> You're welcome. Anyway... <laughs> Nailed it. Okay, where did it go? Lost it. There it is. Okay, so this is uh, submitted by someone else because I only had, I, you know, I had several sleepover experiences, but nothing necessarily creepy happened. I always feel like creepy stuff happens when you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in this case, this person is staying at her parents' house. Let me go ahead and tell you the story of Fran and Jacques. Jacques. Okay. <laughs> I was the last a long line of grandkids on both sides of the family. 
No one has ever said as much, but I'm pretty sure I was an oops baby, the result of one too many glasses of wine and a couple over 40 who thought unplanned pregnancies were for teens. Shout out to all the oops babies in the world. Right. We love you. Oops. (laughs) Aren't oops babies the best babies? Next They're week usually on the youngest. Forever. I'm the baby of the family, so I don't think I was necessarily an oops, but oops babies are typically the youngest. Yeah. So I know I wasn't an oops, but I am the youngest, so. <laughs> or at least that's what they told us, right? <laughs> <laughs> if, if, I wasn't, if I wasn't oops, my parents conducted an elaborate set of lies to justify my existence, <laughs> so that's fine. They got like a murder room with all the details to keep <laughs> up like, this elaborate forget, lie. We really wanted a girl because we already had a boy, okay? So that's why we were trying for baby number two. And then don't forget, we're going to link it back to this baby name book. <laughs> <laughs> That's some of the same story I got from my parents. This is interesting. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> so it says, by the time I came along, both of my grandmothers had already passed away, and my grandfathers were elderly and lived in different states. Trying to coordinate travel plans for a family of five, including an infant, was difficult on a budget, and neither of my grandpas were up to frequent trips, so visits were rare and spaced out over long periods of Still, both of my parents wanted me to have a relationship with them, so we trade phone calls so they could hear my nonsensical baby babble. meow, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> and this is where you reveal that you were in fact born a cat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean my nephew is at the age where it's like indigo. What do what do cats say? And then mm. if I ask him, he's like no. And I'm like, well, that's actually pretty accurate for a cat. (laughs) I gave my niece, I had this headband that had, they said they were dog ears, but they were pointy. And I gave it to my niece because I was like, what use do I have for this? Because she's almost three. So she's like, yes. And she put it on and I go, oh, are you a dog? And she goes, no. (laughs) And I go, are you a cat? And she goes, yes. Meow. And I'm like, yes, girl. Yes. 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 But cats are supposed to purr and meow, but I will accept no as a correct answer because that's an entire mood yeah. of cats. Yeah, that's... Is a whole... Nope. <laughs> nice try. Thank you, but no. Yeah. So she had the baby babble. They write me letters from mom and dad to read to me, and they'd get crayon scribbles in return. When I was three, they both started to experience declines in health. First my maternal grandpa, then my paternal one. Fearing the worst, Mom purchased a pair of teddy bears, the kind that had recorders in them so you could record a message that would play Uh when the bear was hugged and made sure to get message saved from both. Uh Uh-oh. And I'm going to say no thanks from the start, but... It's a nice idea. But also no thanks. Begging to be haunted. Yeah. Truly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's like, please, haunt me. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. please haunt me. Please say scary shit at two in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) When I'm trying to sleep. Exactly. (laughs) All right. So my mom's father died when I was four. A few days after his funeral, I was given a white teddy bear with bright blue eyes that twinkled from beneath a plaid flat cap and a green sweater. So this bear was styling. When I gave it a squeeze, I heard my grandpa's slightly muffled voice from its stomach. I love you, Sadie. God, that sounded creepy. Me just saying it now. (laughs) I love you, Sadie. Two in the morning. Shout out to all the Sadies who now have a great new ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Sadie. Okay, I'll stop doing that. Uh, 
two years later, after Dad's father passed, I got the other one. It was a slight gray color, and stitching on his face gave him a rather serious expression for a stuffed animal. Oh, this is cute, though. A pair of red suspenders held up his tan trousers. That's a I fell asleep hugging shit. it, and my dad told me some years later, with tears in his eyes, that randomly throughout that night, he kept hearing Grandpa's voice coming from my room. I love you, Sadie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, Sadie. Uh, so I named my white bear Fran and my gray bear Jock, and I put them on a shelf above my bed where they sat throughout my childhood. Honestly, I didn't give them much thought. They had become fixtures in my room the same way the lamp and the dresser were. Ouch. Every now and again, I'd come home from school to find one of my parents standing beside my bed looking up at the bears or giving them a little squeeze. Even as time passed, they still recited their single phrase without fail. Aside from those instances, though, Fran and Jock were a little bit more than dust collectors from my childhood. Uh, Isn't that what happens, yeah. though? And then at a certain age, you like, where are my teddy bears? Yeah, you kind of put them on the shelf. Yep. When I went away to college, the two didn't make the cut and were left behind while I made my way out into the world for the first time. I think my parents were a little disappointed that I wasn't more sentimental over the teddies, but any memories I'd have my grandpa's were hazy at best, and I didn't have the same emotional connection that they did. My mom gently asked about whether I would like them when I moved into my first apartment. I told her no, that they were probably better off with her. Okay, she said. Well, they'll be here if you change your mind. I was pretty confident I wouldn't. The next time I went back to my parents' place was to house sit while Dad took Mom on their long-awaited vacation out west. He'd been promising her they'd go for over 30 years. (laughs) Holy shit. And they were both buzzing with excitement. I feel like at year 10, you're like, we're never going to take this fucking trip. <laughs> I will divorce you. Okay, sorry. It's been ten fucking years. <laughs> In typical mom fashion, however, she was also very nervous. You remember where all the financial documents are in case anything happens to us, right? She asked from the back seat at least six times on the drive to the airport. Yes, in the white bin under your bed. And the wills, fireproof lockbox in the back of your closet. And the, I think she's got it, hon, Dad said, reaching back to give her a knee a squeeze. Aww. Mom harumped from the, and sat back, just call if you need anything. I'll be fine, don't worry, you're only going for a week. And she said, a lot can happen a week. Uh, Damn straight. Why, are she, why is she setting this up like this? Is mom setting the daughter up to be haunted as fuck? <laughs> it seems like mom is setting the daughter up. <laughs> Let's find out. Jesus Christ. I grinned at her in the rearview mirror, unconcerned, as she made a face at me but seemed to relax. After I dropped them off, I drove back to their place and started making myself at home. I tossed my suitcase on my bed and went to the kitchen to make some dinner and catch up on one of my shows. It had been a while since I had a true completely free week to myself and I planned to take full advantage of it. Netflix binges, am I right? Hey. Hey. After I ate, I kicked up my feet, stretched out, and commenced lazy lump mode. (laughs) (laughs) Mood. The best mood. Exactly. I managed to get almost three episodes in before I started to nod off. I checked the clock over the TV inside. It was only just after 11. Was I really turning into an old, early-to-bed woman already? Yes. The horror. Yes, that's the dream. (laughs) It is. I love that. Seriously. I rolled off the couch and shut off the TV and all the lights, plunging the house into a deep darkness. 
Even in the inky black, I didn't feel even a twinge of nervousness. I'd grown up in the house, I knew it like the back of my hand, and all of its creaks and groans were almost comforting. Real talk. I made my... The, wait, what's sorry, that? Sorry, real talk. The few times I've ever, like, house-sit for anyone or been there when house-sitting, I am 100% the person who will sleep with the light on because I'm like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. I want to know yeah. what's there. Well, that's what I was saying. I was just at my parents' house for three weeks where I stayed, and I was still like... Yeah, but this isn't where I sleep every night. And they got more doors and windows than I do. And it's like, what the fuck is that noise? And it's like... It's a bear. Come to life. (laughs) Well, let's find out. (laughs) (laughs) I made my way to my room, flipped on the light. It had been at least five years since I lived there. But my parents hadn't done much to change my room except except store a few bits and bobs in the closet. I don't know what bits and bobs are, but I'm assuming... It's like odds this and, and ends, thingamajigs. Yeah, odds and ends, this and that, you know. Bits and bobs is just a cutesier way of saying it, I feel. Oh, I'll have to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> they said it was so I know I'd always have a place with them. That's nice. I thought it was because changing it would make the fact that I was out for good more real. Whatever the reason, I appreciated the familiarity. As I started to unpack my bag, my eye was drawn to the shelf over my bed. Fran and Jock, ever vigilant, were sitting in the same spots I occupied for most of my life. I don't know why, but I couldn't help but smile and reach out to them. I took Fran down and gave his little cap a tweak before squeezing him around his stomach. I love you, Sadie, Grandpa said. After putting Fran back, I did the same to Jacques, who stared up at me with his usual sternness, even as I plucked one red suspender. (laughs) I love you, Sadie, Grandpop said. It's the first time I listened to them in a while. Even if they didn't resonate as deeply with me as they did my parents, I was glad to find the recording still worked. A quick trip to the bathroom and a change into my PJs later, I was in bed and fast falling asleep. I can't say exactly what woke me. No! <laughs> That's quite the transition. This is the turn. This yeah. is where it all goes to shit. Oh, God. Exactly. A nightmare, I figured, given that my heart was beating quite quickly, but I couldn't remember any details. I took a deep breath and rolled over, already falling asleep again. And I found myself face to face with a dark figure on the pillow beside me. I yelped and sat up, grabbing at my phone, my nearest source of light, and shined it towards my bed. Fran was lying on his side beside me. I let out a small chuckle, gave myself a little shake to dismiss the lingering fright that he caused, and picked him up. Did you fall off the shelf, I asked him quietly. I must have put him back too close to the edge earlier, and gravity had done its duty. I gave Fran a gentle squeeze. Get out. (laughs) I stared down at the bear and blinked once very slowly. I must be more sleepy than I realized, I thought. I was hearing things. To prove myself that it had just been my imagination, I squeezed him again. Guess what? Even if it's my imagination, I'm like, fuck this and sleeping in the car. Get out. It's so scary. Was it her grandpa's voice? It was still grandpa's voice. But instead of the soft warmth it was always had, it sounded cold, almost menacing. I threw Fran across the room (laughs) where he hit the wall. From over my head, I heard grandpa's more gravely voice. Get out. Both bears? I whipped around and looked up at Jack. He was sitting in the same place as always, but now he was turned towards the door instead of facing forwards. Had I put him down like that? I couldn't remember. Get <laughs> oh, out. Questions at Grandpa's voice from Fran again, louder this time. 
Get out, Grandpop echoed from Jock. The two went back and forth, their voices getting louder and louder until I slapped my hands over my ears and leapt from my bed. I wanted to scream, but my voice was stuck behind my fear-tangled tongue. I stumbled across my dark room, chased by my long-dead grandfather's voices. I know you're down here, Jock shouted with Grandpop's voice. I froze down there, down under the shelf. I glanced over my shoulder at the gray bear staring silently down from over my bed. I had to get out of my room. I had to get out of the house. I yanked open my door. I see you, Fran said in Grandpa's voice. I was halfway out into the hall, tears streaming down my face. I didn't know what was happening. Was I going crazy? Was I dreaming? All I knew was that my two childhood toys, toys were screaming threats at me, and I had to get away from them. I turned towards the stairs. You take one more step. I'll make sure it's your last. What the fuck, Grandpa? (laughs) Get out, Fran roared. From somewhere downstairs, a step creaked. Someone else was in the house. No! They they weren't yelling at me at all. I realized that the very strange mix of confusing relief and newly formed horror. (laughs) They were yelling at the intruder who was making their way toward the stairs towards me. Get out! My grandfathers howled together. Footsteps clambered across the wood floor from downstairs. Something fell over in the living room with a loud crash, and again in the kitchen, before the back door slammed against the counter as it was thrown open and a car engine rumbled to life. (sighs) <sighs> Somehow I regained my wits enough to run to my parents' room and look out the window the ch- to the driveway below. An SUV was pe- uh, peeling backwards out into the street. It slammed into the neighbor's mailbox, righted itself, and then screeched off into the night. A heavy quiet had fallen over the house again. After waiting a few long, tense minutes, I crept back across the hall and pinked into my room. Call the fucking cops! <laughs> <laughs> what the shit?! <laughs> Fran and Jock were where I'd left them, both completely silent. When they stayed that way, I hesitantly approached Fran, who was laying on his side with his little flat cat beside him. I picked him up and with trembling fingers squeezed his stomach. I love you, Sadie, Grandpa said warmly. I put his cat back on his head and gently put him back on the shelf beside Jock and back to the room, watching them the whole time with wide, wide eyes. As I rounded the corner, heading downstairs to the phone, I heard Grandpa's voice trailing after me. I love you, Sadie. Oh my god, it's so fucking sad. <laughs> Damn it, this is the worst story, though. <laughs> the police arrived a bit later following my frantic call to 911. I filed a report leaving out the bit about my talking bears yeah. and allowed them to collect whatever <laughs> the evidence like, they I'm could. I'm sorry, which bear said what? <laughs> Was that Jock or Fran? (laughs) We're going to need to speak to your bears, man. We're going to need to get a statement. (laughs) We're going to have to bring them downtown. And the bears are like, fuck Uh, the police. And they just won't talk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, holy shit. Every so often, I found myself glancing at the stairs, almost like I was expecting a repeat of whatever just happened. and never came, and the cops wrapped up, leaving me alone again. When I called my parents, I told them about the break-in. They immediately wanted to rush home, but I assured them there was no need. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I would have been like, you're going to need to find a new house sitter. I'm going to be like, hey, I bought you flight back tickets, and also I'm burning this house to the ground. Have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Just my childhood home. No problem. I'm just going to watch it it burn to the ground. I'm going to rise from the ashes like a phoenix. (laughs) 
Uh, So she says, really, I don't think I have anything to worry about. We could be on the next flight. The mom insisted, no, I'm okay. Whoever that guy was, I'm pretty sure he won't be back. It took a few more go-arounds. I mean, it took 30 years to get this trip, so I guess one break-in. Yeah, (laughs) one break-in in in 30 years. Those are pretty good odds. (laughs) Well, I don't know that could add others. So I took a few more go-arounds, but eventually convinced them I was safe, and I felt it too for the most part. After the initial shock had worn off, I had time to process what had happened. I really was okay. I couldn't explain it. I couldn't tell anyone what had happened without sounding crazy, but I knew it had been real, and I knew as long as I had Fran and Jacques sitting on the shelf above my bed, I could sleep easy. (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) A few days later, the cops did find the guy who broke in. He was a co-worker of my dad's who'd overheard he'd be out of town. He thought the Where house the would be empty. Where the fuck does your dad work where his co-worker is, like, chill with burglary and home invasion? Exactly. What the fuck? Exactly. So the guy thought the house would be empty and it'd be easy in pickings when he tried to tell them about the two crazy guys upstairs and their violent threats. They rolled their eyes and laughed at him. He's very surprised to hear that only a 22-year-old woman had been in the house during his botched burglary. When I returned home to my apartment a week later, Fran and Jock were with me. I keep them on my TV stand in the living room where they have full view of the front door. <laughs> but she likes staring at him when she watches television because fuck that. Yeah, right? And Whenever then Fran I goes, feel- I don't like this show. Change <laughs> it. Get out. Yeah. It says, whenever I start to feel a bit anxious about being alone, I'll give each other, give each bear a little squeeze and smile as they speak. I love you, Sadie. And now I respond, I love you both, too. I was just thinking that one of the bears is going to be like, you're safe now, Sadie. Right? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, sorry I scared you and wasn't clear in my initial oh message, my. Sadie. There's an intruder, Sadie. You stay <sighs> put. Hey, intruder, get out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, my that- favorite movie. Get out. <laughs> and the bear that just movie goes, was get great. out. Yes, that's what we're watching. Oh, I love Get Out. So do these um, bears. Ugh. <laughs> That is so scary. I know it's not completely paranormal ghosts because there's a real dude in it that, like, try to burglarize That's the home. That's plenty ghosty. No, but the, that the was some a ghost. See, oh my god, two ghosts. How do you explain the bear? <laughs> Zuh. <laughs> how do you explain the bear, Zuh? I think she may have heard the noises and then was asleep like half asleep and like it just became her way of notifying herself that there was someone in the house yeah in like but, a dreamlike state <laughs> but then again i also have a series of stuffed animals sitting behind me and that's the story i'm going with because i don't need chitter chatter from my animals yeah. tonight when i'm trying to sleep Listen you know here, what i mean y'all fucks see now that you've told that story i'm like oh my story isn't that scary at all <laughs> So coming in, coming out hot, coming in hot, coming out hot. Do you want me to go? It's not that scary in retrospect. Sure, you go. Okay, I'm gonna be talking about Bloody Mary. Yay! Oh my Jesus, nose. <laughs> it's scary already. I don't like it. Please, we just survived supernatural bears. Bloody Mary, who? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Bloody Mary is a slumber party staple for the brave. If you are unfamiliar. The ritual, which is what Wikipedia calls it. I don't know what else you'd call it. It's just a thing. It's just Bloody Mary, whatever. It works like this. You go into a dark room. In my experience, it's usually the bathroom. And you look in the mirror. And you might have a candle or you might just be totally in the dark. 
Fun fact, staring into the mirror and performing a divination ritual is called catoptromancy. Catoptromancy. Okay. <laughs> we have a word for that. It's catoptromancy. It's using a mirror for divination. You're welcome, everyone. Sounds fancy. Now know. Yeah. When you're on Jeopardy and the answer is divination using a mirror, you can say, what is catoptromancy? Thank you, Spoop Hour. And Alex Trebek will go, what's Spoop Hour? And you'll tell him to fuck off and kick him in the face. I'm just kidding. No! Don't do that. You <laughs> don't do that. We love you. Alex Trebek, you're doing great, you're sweetie. Doing good. You're doing great, sweetie. He's going to be like, I <laughs> love Spoop Hour. Yeah, he's, I love Spoop Hour, and I kicked cancer's ass. Yeah, like, yeah. crazy. Go, guy, go. Anyway, catoptromancy. <laughs> then you say Bloody Mary three times. Or 13 times, or some number of times, there were conflicting accounts. My favorite is 13, because it's like, that's so fucking many. It's like, bloody mirror, bloody mirror, bloody mirror, bloody It's like, who has the time? Anyway. No. <laughs> who, has, <laughs> who has... And after the third time, isn't it like, you're dead anyway? So who's making it to 13? Someone, apparently. Anyway, at that point, Bloody Mary herself appears in the mirror, Usually nope. she's like a corpsey looking person or she's a witch corpsey <laughs> or just a run of the mill ghost covered in blood. She's one of mm. those. Okay. It's whatever. Okay. What happened next depends on who you hear the tale from. She might just scream at you. She might cuss at you, <laughs> which like is a perpetual mood. If you summon me in your mirror, I'm going to be like, fuck off. I don't need anyone yelling at me. I get enough of that. Right. And then <laughs> right. she also might scratch your eyes out, strangle you, steal your soul, or drink your blood, etc., etc. What a Which, way to go. Like, as I put in my notes, if you hear the version with violence, it begs the question, why would you do this? Like, if you're <laughs> truly believing you're going to get Bloody Mary and she's going to scratch your eyes out, why the fuck would you summon her? Go catoptromancy something else. <laughs> Like some bears from Build-A-Bear. Right? And then they're going to be like, I love you, Sadie. And you're going to be like, my name's not Sadie. And then it's going to get real spooky. <laughs> they're like, it is now. <laughs> <laughs> and you name your bears Katop and Tromancy. Uh-huh. Can I just side note real quick? There's a place in State College, Pennsylvania, where I went to graduate school that didn't have a Build-A-Bear, but it was like a local place. And it was called Stuffing Town, USA. <laughs> Stuffing Town. That's adorable. Stuffing Town. But also, it could be very filthy. Hey, babe, you want to go to Stuffing Town, USA? (laughs) We went there for my birthday when I was in my late 20s. Yeah, you did. And I made a moose named Bex after David Beckham. Aww. To go with your soccer cats. Yes. Amazing. (laughs) Anyway. In some reason, regions, it's not Bloody Mary that you say, but Hell Mary, or scariest (laughs) of all, Mary Worth. Ooh, Mary Worth, Mary Worth, Mary Worth, Mary Worth, Mary Worth, Mary Worth, Mary Worth. It sounds like someone who's gonna come and tell you how to have proper manners. Right? Yeah, I was thinking that too. Yeah, Mary Worth is gonna come in your house and be like, "So you're having a dinner party, and this is how you set your table. You start on the outside and you move in, or wait, is it the other way? You start outside and go in. I learned that from the Princess Diaries." <laughs> I learned that from an American girl book about like just like etiquette. And nice, stuff. yeah. The, I like a, I like how those books are geared towards girls. Where the boy etiquette books, boys suck. Boys will be boys. They'll ruin dinner parties and be assholes. Yay! <laughs> anyway, girls rule, boys drool. Turn it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Some folklorists suggest that the modern legend of Hanako the Toilet Ghost has now borrowed some bits from the Bloody Mary lore. Amazing. Because, you know, appears in dark bathrooms, maybe kills you, 
You know. Yeah. That's that's yeah. where Hanukkah comes from. Anyway, so <laughs> where did this ritual come from? It started as an old-timey divination ritual geared towards young women to tell them what else who they were gonna marry because there's nothing else they could possibly want to know. The origins were seemingly super dangerous too. Mm-hmm. So here's what you do. Dark house. Young woman gets a lit candle and a hand mirror and walks backwards up the fucking stairs. <laughs> nope. And as I put in my notes, because potentially seeing your future husband's face is worth cracking your head open at a time when medical care was IDK, have you tried drilling another hole in her head? Anyway, this divination ritual had a downside besides the threat of grievous bodily harm. Uh Uh-huh. If the young women saw not the face of a well-to-do gentleman, but a skull instead, it meant she was going to die unmarried because it was the Grim (laughs) Reaper appearing to her. Oh, Oh, so that's what I saw in the bathroom the other day. Oh, you know that, okay, that explains everything. <laughs> you know that time you were walking backwards up the stairs with a candle and a hand mirror in a dark house and you saw a skull in the mirror and that was the thing you were most concerned about? <laughs> so No, I can't even walk up uh, walk up and down the stairs like a normal person. Girl, I've I have fallen, fallen down, down the stairs like three times in this house. I have fallen down the stairs in every house I have lived in that has stairs. It's fine. It happened. One time I fell down the stairs when I was on the phone with my brother and the phone went flying and I could still hear him talking. He was unconcerned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was like, Jeff, I fell. And he's just like, do, 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 do. And I picked it up. I was like, didn't you hear me? That's why we like, need life alert. <laughs> every child, every person. Every person, every child needs life alert. Including. Yes. Thirty and forty-year-old children. Yep. <laughs> Most of all. Most of all, middle-aged children. <laughs> Anyway, what is happening to people who see Bloody Mary in the mirror? The answer is simple. Brains are weird. Basically, (laughs) when you look at your face in the mirror in a poorly lit room long enough, your brain starts to kind of hallucinate. Basically, your facial features will start to distort and might look like they're melting, disappearing, or even rotating. According to the University of Urbino's Giovanni Caputo, this is the strange face illusion, which can even lead to other faces appearing in the mirror with you, be they ghastly visages of a woman named Bloody Mary or animal faces. (laughs) Go away. (laughs) He argues that this strange face illusion is a consequence of, quote, dissociative identity effect. Fuck. Which is when Mm. your brain's facial recognition software just misfires spectacularly. And I vaguely remember from when I took AP Psych 13 years ago, that... 13. 13 lucky years ago. I'm so old. But basically, our brains are set up to recognize faces quickly and well. Uh We're designed to recognize faces and stuff, which is also how you get people who are like, oh, this piece of toast has Jesus's face on it, or oh, it's the Virgin Mary in this tree. This looks like Keanu Reeves. This looks like Keanu Reeves. Yeah, same thing. It's just our brains... I want a Keanu Reeves sandwich. Yeah, right? That'd be a nice sandwich. Doesn't. But anyway, so it's it's that same kind of thing, only this time you're staring into a dark mirror for a prolonged period of time. So then what are probably just shadows or tricks of the light start to look like faces. Other scholars mm-hmm. say it's Troxler's fading, which is the optical illusion thing when you look at a fixed point for a long time and other things around it kind of fade away. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. It's just a weird thing. I have to say, the Bloody Mary episode of Supernatural (laughs) was one of the scariest ones, and I'm getting like some of the things you said. I get chills. Yeah, and they're multiplying. 
Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mi- ah! <laughs> All those dots are moving! Ah! Get out of here. Mysterious Get third roommate here. is deeply afraid of Bloody Mary, so I have not told her the story that I'm about to tell you guys. Other scholars <gasps> say it is just simple self-hypnosis. Like, if you go into the bathroom to see Bloody Mary and you're, like, hell-bent on it, yeah. you're going to see Bloody Mary. Right. Because you're going to trick your brain into seeing Bloody whatever Mary. it is. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Exactly. <laughs> now... Why do I bring this up in the sleepover episode other than the fact that it's sleepover? I've never done it, but my lovely mother, who was allowed to go to sleepovers growing up. (laughs) Is this why you weren't? (laughs) (laughs) No, it wasn't her rule. Anyway, probably should have been. But she swears up and down to this day that she and her friends saw Bloody Mary. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. She was at a sleepover. And they went into the bathroom with the candle, and they did the Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, and guess who? Do they do three or 13 I think they only did three. I don't think anyone has ever done 13. I think the internet lied to me, but whatever. But, like... (laughs) The internet lied? (laughs) It can do that? (laughs) My mom swears. She's like, I don't know what we saw if Bloody... Because my mom doesn't really believe in ghosts, but she's like, I don't know what we saw. But she has seen Bloody Mary. Mm -mm. So that's fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, she also mm. successfully played light as a feather, stiff as a board, one time nope. at a sleepover. And so that's where you get in a circle and everybody puts one finger under somebody. And yep. you say light as a feather, mm-hmm. stiff as a board. And then she was lifted. My mom had her eyes closed. And she swears that the moment she opened her eyes, they dropped her. Mm. Your mom's not invited to any of my slumber parties. <laughs> She's going to be devastated <laughs> to hear that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm mom. sure. <laughs> I'm sure. She's going to be very upset to learn. (laughs) So I also did some background research into who is Bloody Mary. Oh. Generally. Who's this bitch? This bitch (laughs) is a cocktail and she shows up in your mirror and is like, you can't drink me. Also, you're in the bathroom. Don't take alcohol in the bathroom, you weirdo. Generally, (laughs) when people say Bloody Mary in a non-mirror context, it's a reference to Mary the First, Queen of England, and burner of Protestants. Okay. Cool. In short, she had over 300 religious dissenters burned at the stake in what came to be known as the Marian persecutions, which admittedly is extreme, but seemingly only she has gotten the bum rap for religious persecution. Keep in mind, her dad was Henry VIII, who literally invented a religion so he could marry somebody else. And (laughs) he also had people burned at the stake for dissenting. I think he had 81 people burned. And then her sister, Elizabeth I also executed a bunch of people for being the quote-unquote wrong religion. And at the time, burning at the stake wasn't, like, a super crazy thing to do to people. That's just what you did to heretics. Like, that was the way you executed people for heresy. Elizabeth, granted, didn't burn people for heresy, but it's because the people that she was essentially charging with heresy, she actually said they were traitors, so they got drawn and quartered because that was that was how you executed traitors. Mm-hmm. Um, question... <laughs> What, what could you possibly have questions about? <laughs> what the hell is heresy? It's just basically, like, you're the wrong religion. Oh, okay. Sorry. Like, that's it. It's it's a fancy way of saying, oh, Yeah, I was like, are you trying to say harassment? <laughs> you know how some people are like, sense. sexual harassment? harassment? Yeah, and you're well, like, what? Sorry. No, it's okay. I'm with you they now. They were heretics. It's fine. And they were only heretics because... I think she, I think they were Protestants, it was Protestants she was burning, I think she was Catholic, and Mm. this was in opposition to her sister, who was Protestant and drawn and quartering Catholics that she said were traitors. Anyway, Hmm. Mary got termed bloody because five years after her death, there was this really popular work that 
painted all the people she burned as like these beautiful angelic martyrs. And she was this bloodthirsty tyrant who targeted these beautiful pious Protestants. And also weirdly, Mary had, and this is unrelated to her nickname, but kind of would make sense that she gets, she's the one saddled with this nickname when other people also persecuted religious beliefs. She had reproductive system issues in her life. Namely, she had irregular menstrual cycles and hideous pain whenever she got her period. And some people speculate that's the result of the stressful conditions in her life, what with her dad saying she was illegitimate and putting her last in line for the throne. And then she got banished and then, you know, she ended up on the throne anyway, whatever. And she also struggled with depression. She took the throne at 37 and married Philip of Spain. And she was like, fuck yeah, I'm married. I did it. This is the sum total of life. Let's do this thing. And Philip was a lot less jazzed about it. He was... (laughs) 10 years younger than Mary, so she's an old crone at 37, and he's this hot young thing at 27, so he's like, fuck this shit, you dusty old crone. But 37, he... <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, Philip wasn't a great dude, he he didn't like, anyway. But he did his, like, royal duty, and he boned her at least once, because Mary seemingly got pregnant, but mm. it had issues from the start. Basically, people were speculating widely that Queen Mary was faking her pregnancy and that her <laughs> growing baby bump was just like this elaborate lie. And apparently back then, doctors weren't allowed to examine sitting monarchs, which I don't understand. So there was like, it wasn't like the doctors would go in and be like, yep, there's a baby in there. They were just like, I don't know. So everybody's like, super fake baby. And so Mary had the no... The gossip. Re- the tea is piping the hot. The tea was piping hot. And the tea was, there's no baby in that bump. She had no mm. recourse but to just, like, plug away at her pregnancy and wait for the baby to come. And then be like, ha look, bitches, I got a baby. <laughs> but then her due date came and went and no baby appeared. Oh. Historians now believe one of two things. That Mary had a tumor that may have been a sign of uterine cancer because she died shortly after this happened of the flu... But, like, if she had uterine cancer, then, you know, Mm -hmm. it could have weakened her, made her more susceptible to the flu. And then the tumor just sadly mimicked the signs of pregnancy, and she didn't know what was happening. Or Mm. she had pseudocyesis, which is a phantom pregnancy, which is when... Oh, my gosh, she would have been on the... Oh, no, she would have been... The opposite of I didn't know I was pregnant. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know. Sorry, I, I was like, pregnant. wait, that doesn't work. <laughs> I got there. It's I didn't fine. Know what I wasn't pregnant. Here's the thing. Now I know why people do Bloody Mary. Because you want to say it to see her and give her a hug because right? it sounds like her life sucks. Yeah. yeah. So some people say that she's the one who shows up in the mirror and that she's bloody because of the Protestants that she burned. I personally think, like, yeah, obviously, don't kill people because they're a different religion than you. That's stupid. But, like. How about we don't kill people? Yeah, there we go. Let's just not kill people. That? Blanket statement, controversial, I know. Let's not kill people. (laughs) A popular opinion, (laughs) but... We're anti-killing people on Sweet Power. Yeah. But I think also, I think honestly, it might have been people shaming her Mm -hmm. for getting married when she was 37, which at the time was dusty old crone age, and like (laughs) also not having a baby with her hot, young, virile husband. Yeah. And like if she had menstrual issues, like people, word would spread, gossip would spread. And so I feel like it's people also shaming her for not having a functioning reproductive system, which is bullshit. Bullshit. Here... (laughs) My best friend Kate has a saying that I, I feel like is appropriate here, and I want to say this to all the people who shamed shamed her. 
don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Worry about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I always tell my students whenever they're like about to gossip about someone or like like make fun yeah. of someone for farting in class or whatever. I go, worry about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Get back don't to worry work. about Mind it. Mind your own shop front. <laughs> anyway, other possible culprits for Bloody Mary are Elizabeth Bathory, a.k.a. the Queen of Blood, a.k.a. the Countess Bathory, and she's the one who allegedly bathed in virgin blood. Yep. Soup's chill. Oh, what the fuck? It kept her young and beautiful, though. Like, if you've seen pictures of her, she kept it toit, so I get it. Toit? Yeah, but where'd she get that virgin blood? Did she violate the first rule of this club, which is don't murder people? Yes. 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 Allegedly, okay. she always had, like, super young, hot, beautiful women servants. And then they'd go mm-hmm. to her castle and never come back. Really, it was just sexism and all the rumors were spread by, I think, a king who wanted her land and didn't like how much power she had. Classic God, the gossip. gossip. Gossip is and then, annoying. Remember <laughs> earlier when I said Mary Worth? Yes. Okay. Oh, the manners lady. The manners yeah. lady. Turns out Mary Worth actually was someone who was executed in the Salem witch trials. <gasps> Ooh, Black interesting. Twist, right? Who would suspect yes. her when her name's Mary Worth? <laughs> so, according to AmericanFolklore.net, Mary Worth was an old crone, so 37, who lived deep in the woods and sold herbal remedies for a living. Everyone was afraid to cross Mary for fear that their cows would run dry, that their kids would get sick, that their crops would fail, blah, blah, blah. But one day, little girls in the village started disappearing. <gasps> Despite numerous search parties, the girls were never found. Eventually, the bravest among the villagers approached Mary Worth's house and asked if she knew what had happened to the missing girls. No, said Mary, but has anyone noticed that my look is killing it recently? <laughs> Mary, is old that a crone. direct quote? Yes, I'm literally <laughs> quoting what they put on the woodcut. Um, Mary, old crone, was now Mary, younger and getting hotter. But the villagers oh, had no proof that this had anything to do with the disappearance of the girls. And this is the point where I call BS, because since when has an this angry... This is the point? I mean, but like, when has an angry mob ever needed proof to accuse someone of witchcraft? That's Fair. their whole thing, is they're like, witch teach, done. I used to teach that era in my American Lit class, and like, it's just, oh, I like your farm. Would be a shame if it Something. wasn't yours anymore. <laughs> witch! Witch! And they're like, but there's no proof. Who cares? So anyway, What's we're proof? not in it for the proof. Allegedly, Fake this is news. the world's first and last mob that cared about proof. Whatever. <laughs> then one night, the miller's daughter awoke and walked outside, enchanted by a sound only she could hear. The miller's wife, who was awake with a toothache, watched her daughter go and screamed for her husband. Together, they tried to restrain their daughter, but she kept breaking free and running away. The screams of the miller and his wife woke the village, and quickly others came to help them. As they chased the girl, they came upon none other than Mary Worth, standing next to a large oak tree, holding a magic wand that she had pointed at the miller's daughter. Mary was literally glowing and saying an evil spell. But when she caught sight of the angry mob, Mary fled to her home in the woods... But a silver bullet fired by a member of the mob conveniently hit Mary in the hip and slowed her enough that the villages were, villagers were able to overtake her. Then, <laughs> classic, time for a stake burning. I was like, are they chasing a werewolf? I a mean, silver bullet? The story I read, it was like, he was afraid his daughter was going to be taken, so he loaded his gun with silver bullets. And I'm like, did they think that stopped witches? I feel like that was just werewolves. But okay. 
Anyway. Have they never seen Twilight? No, I Twilight mean, didn't matter then. Not in the 1600s. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a simpler time. Anyway, as the bonfire was lit, Bloody Mary Worth cursed the villagers. If anyone said her name out loud before a mirror, she would appear and avenge herself upon that person for celebrating her horrible death. After she burned, the villagers raided her cottage in the woods and found the unmarked graves of the missing little girls. Oh. Her youthful mm. appearance oh, shit. was the result of the dark magic implemented with the blood of the snatched children. Huh. Anyway, there are a couple different versions of it. There are variations on, like, Old Crone in the Woods, Spooky Mary from History old with the crone. reproduction. Come on. Again, 37, Dusty, Old. Get rid of them. I'm well past that. Stop talking about Elisa Lucas like this. (laughs) No. We all know that's just like bullshit. That's another way to keep women down and be like, ew, 37. Gross. Yeah, I'm past that. I'm a 57-year-old man and I can do whatever I want. You're basically dead. Yeah, it's like, ew, yucky. You're over 23. (laughs) Gross. You killed my boner. Anyway, the story first took hold in the U.S. in the 1960s as a sleepover party game. And it was spread via chain letters until the internet took over. The chain letter, goddammit. Right? Isn't that... Ruin everyone's life. So classic. Chain letters. Amazing. Have you, have you done an episode on chain letters? We've done creepypastas, which are kind of the modern yeah. chain letters, but we yeah. should do dedicated the chain letter, chain letter yeah, episode. Get some old school. My one spooky sleepover, like, firsthand story of my yeah. own is just the second sleepover I was ever allowed to go to. I had gotten a forwarded chain email. (laughs) Nope. And the chain email, and I was in the eighth grade, so I'm like 13. And it was the one about the girl is home alone with her dog. Oh, yep. And people can lick too. Yep. That one. I hate that story so much. Anyway, I read that before my first, my second ever slumber party. And like, I went upstairs, the girl's house it was at, she was like, you can change in my parents' room into your pajamas. And I went in there and she hadn't turned the light on and I couldn't find the light because it was one of those rooms where the light was like 10 feet in the room. So I just like (laughs) stood in the corner, panicked and just like very frantically changed because I'm like, people can look too, people can look too, people can look too. Oh my God. I someone told that story at a sleepover. Ugh, what I was, an asshole! Yeah, it was a Girl Scout <laughs> troop sleepover. Ugh. It was awful. Girl Scouts, come on! Yeah, I found the better awful. of the Girl Scouts. Yeah. What would the American Girl story say? Don't tell that shit at the beginning of a sleepover. Yeah. Or at all. <laughs> or at all. Or Just at keep all. that shit to yourself. It's true. Like yeah. I think I ended Record up recorded into a teddy bear and played at no, a no, very opportune out. time. Get out. Recorded into the teddy bear when you think I someone's broken you, into Sadie. your house. You squeeze the teddy bear and it goes, People can lick too. And the burglar's like, fuck this, I'm out. I got that chain you know letter. What? No, ma'am. We're going to go to Build-A-Bear Workshop together. <laughs> we'll make Dr. Elisa Lucas a belated birthday present. Yes! And we'll, it'll just say, we love you, Dr. Elisa Lucas. Oh, and my And then if you God. squeeze it a second time, it says, people can lick too. No! <laughs> <laughs> I draw the line there. <laughs> I need to road trip it out there in August and we can go together. Yes. Yes, do it. We'll go to Build-A-Bear. There is a Build-A-Bear in our semi-local mall. Yes. So. Semi-local. 73 miles away. No problem. Yeah. It's fine. We have like five malls within like 20 miles. Yeah. I say semi-local because there's like three and like it's going to take you 20 minutes to drive to any of them, but they are semi-local malls. Excellent. Yeah. So. Yeah. You've never been to central Michigan. No, I haven't. No. I don't have a mall. Do they have a lot of haunted Build-A-Bears? No, there are no malls. Oh. That sounds There's a mile. There's some Myers. There's a mall in Lansing. There's a mall in Midland. There's a mall in Grand Rapids. (laughs) 
Yep, and the mall, malls in the Detroit area. There isn't malls where I live. No, well, that makes sense. I shop at Target and Kohl's and online, yeah. unless I go somewhere else. I mean, I have like four, ma- four malls within driving distance, and I shop online, so... <laughs> What are you going to do? I just don't like to return things. I don't need another chore if it doesn't fit. Yeah. Oh, now you have to mail this back. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Bloody Mary is creepy. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't believe, again, your mom is still not invited to my sleepovers. (laughs) My mom had a very hardcore childhood, apparently. I guess so. Shit. I do kind of want to hug her, though. Oh, she's a nice lady. No, not no. Not I meant mom. No, bloody Mary. Mary. Bloody Mary. <laughs> I'm like, you should hug my mom. I mean, She's great. She doesn't. Yeah, I mean, yes, you should I, hug your I mom. I would love to hug your mom. Mary. <laughs> I'm there. Thank you. Sorry, I went somewhere else. You did. Sorry. I'm still thinking about my mom, and you're like, I'd hug her, and I'm like, I would too. She's a great mom. <laughs> I would love to hug your mom, but also bloody Mary. Like, it just seems like a lot of the bullshit societal expectations on women that you're gonna be you know, you're going to reach the pinnacle of your life before 37. Obviously, by pinnacle of your life, I mean getting married, because what else is there? Ugh. And then, like, Ugh. you're going to have kids, and you're going to be perfect, and you're if you're an old crone who lives in the woods, you're probably eating children so that you can look younger and you can look 32 again. This is all gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, listeners. I would have never made it in the 1600s. No, I'll I wouldn't have either. My coworkers and I were having a discussion the other day when we were at conference about, like, how do you think you would have died in history. And I was like, for sure, burned at the stake for being a witch. I'm way too mouthy. They would not put up with that shit. My terminal case of sass mouth would doom me. I wouldn't have made it out of childhood, I don't think. Because yeah. I was a sickly oh, child. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, like, I would have just You'd been be the, sick and dead. You would have been the ghostly girl <laughs> in the Victorian <laughs> nightgown. Yeah, I would have been the little girl in the Victorian nightgown. I would have made it to, like, 14. <laughs> me, mother! <laughs> At, at 14, I, I, I would have, like, been... sass-mouthed the wrong person and been like, ew, fuck off, you gross old perv, and they'd be like, witch, done. <laughs> yeah, we probably would have been burned at the stake together. We could have high-fived, <laughs> it would have been great. <laughs> I would or the, I would have been the witch, everyone left me alone because I was too old at that point because I was 41. Oh my god, you dusty <laughs> old crone. <laughs> or they would have been nice to you because they did say Mary Worth made a living swapping her herbal remedies, so just don't Steel herbal. herbal remedies. <laughs> Mary Worth is just handing out pot brownies. <laughs> It'll Sounds make you okay feel to better. me. <laughs> Doesn't seem bad at all. <laughs> so you're crone living in the woods. I burned at the stake for mouthing off to the wrong dude. Sasha, sickly Victorian girl in a nightgown. Yep. Love it. You heard it here yeah. first, though. Haunting everyone for hundreds of years, Sasha. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you have the lasting legacy. I'd be on a listicle of like... 14 women burned for being witches that you've never heard about, and one of them would be me. <laughs> I, I turn into a Grimm's fairy tale. Yes. <laughs> so you two get cool lasting legacies. I just pop up in weird historical mm. listicles. Mm. Mm. Histicles. That's my old crone dance Ooh. that I'm doing Foxy on a non-visual dance. medium. I dig it. This is why the children are lured to the woods for this sweet news. <laughs> For dance-offs. Yes. Yeah, yes. They, could be, they could be charged with witchcraft for dancing in the woods. That's true. That's how the crucible starts. <laughs> That's how they starts. figure you out. That's how the crucible starts. They see you dancing, and they're like, that old crone's actually a witch. Yeah. All right, listeners, have you rhythm. seen Bloody Mary? 
Email us. Have you, did you have a terrible sleepover experience? <laughs> Email us. Tell us stories. Also, tell us how you think you would have died historically. Yeah. Would you, like me, have been burned at the stake? Would you be a sickly Victorian child? Would yeah. you be a dusty old crone in the woods? We just don't know. I can't know. wait for this quiz on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, we should just pose that on Twitter and read the replies next week. Actually, yeah, I love that. We <laughs> yeah. can make a BuzzFeed quiz because they let community submissions. <gasps> how would you have died you in, have like, died the, the 1400s? Love yes. it. Let's Love do it. it. Let's, Let's do it. it. Sweet power quiz. Yes. Anyway. Sasha, what's your story? Do you have one? <laughs> I do, but we're already over an hour. I can I can trim it. I, I have to go. Oh, you gotta go? I have to go. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Well, look for part three of sleepovers. Yeah. Maybe we'll do like a quick mini at some point. Yeah. yeah, I have more stories I can share yeah, so I can I have, come back. I have back. a story from um, Reddit No Sleep. Nice. Mm-hmm. I can always find another creepypasta. Yeah. Or you can just yeah. burn me at the I stake for stuff. being mouthy. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. I hope you don't get burned at the stake. And also, please know, you're not a dusty old crone. It doesn't matter how <laughs> old you are. Nobody's a fucking dusty old you crone. You are beautiful. In every, every single, single way. way. Anybody who calls you a dusty and old crone deserves a kick in the dick. And I love you, Sadie. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Hey everyone, this is Sarah from Good Nightmare Podcast, a podcast where I like to talk about all things strange and unusual, whether it's mysteries, historical crimes, or fairy tale origins. I hope you'll come along for the ride and join me as we delve into some spooky tales. Happy listening! Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry, future Courtney. <laughs> get fucked. <laughs> no, don't get fucked, future Courtney. We love you. Future Courtney's like, I hate editing. I love you. Um, I don't deserve you. <laughs> going to eat some Oreo cake. You are the best co-host and <laughs> podcast editor. Hello. Okay.